0: Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. I'm Andrew Brandt. It's a Rants edition. So much going on in the NFL off the field. And uh, we'll talk about the three quarterbacks in my Rants. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and of course, Aaron Rodgers. i will get to get some other quarterback issues. But as we sit here today, the business of the NFL is already in full speed. Even though the season's not over, we got a game left. So we'll get into it. And speaking of that game left, yes, heartbreaking to see the Packers lose again. Listen, I'm a, um, I'm in the business. And one, of one of the things about being in the business of football over the years is you kind of lose your fandom. And everyone says this to me that works in the industry. You just kind of lose your fandom. It's more business. It's more rooting for other kinds of things than teams. But you know, when you're, you see the helmet behind me, when it's 10 years in a place, that's a lot of time. When you raise your kids in a place, when you know the players, you know some of them that are still there. So anyway, I'm still a big Packer fan, and a big reason is my kids are still huge Packer fans, So, obviously, we've gone through this year excited. Aaron's at the top of his game. The team's the best record in the NFC, the number one seed. It looks like Super Bowl. Tampa's coming in, been on the road five of the last six weeks, coming to the cold of Lambeau Field, all of that stuff. And I flew down to be with one of my sons uh, to watch the game. So, yeah, it's tough. You know, even for an old guy like me, it's tough to see a loss. It's been so many heartbreaking losses in the championship games for the Packers. The the hardest one, of course, was at Seattle where they had a big lead and just a comedy of what happened to lose that game. Last year at San Francisco, back against Atlanta, and then, of course, this one was a heartbreaker as well. So, yeah, my fandom, uh, it's tough to talk about that game. It's tough to see what happened. But let's start there with the rants because I think we'll start with Aaron. You know, Aaron, after the game, makes some comments, excuse me, and all of a sudden you hear is, uh, you know, as I've tweeted out, he made comments, everyone's future is uncertain, including mine. He's down. He's emotional. It's 15 minutes after the game. And right away, the talking heads, the people are saying, he wants out. You know, he, You know, I heard uh, ESPN people say he played his last game in Green Bay. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, there are so many ways to go with this. And let's just get the cap out of the way first. If Aaron Rodgers is not there in 2021, it's 32 million on the cap for him. 32 million, it's not going to. I mean, the cap is sort of the last reason it won't happen. But uh, come on, if they trade Aaron Rodgers this year, which would be before June one, of course. 32 million on the cap not happening but the real reason it's not happening is hello you don't trade the best player in the league um the packers have come out and said that obviously they're not stupid you're not going to trade aaron Rodgers. i mean maybe if you get pat mahomes and two number one picks maybe i mean come on so that is not happening so everyone's asking me so what does he mean what's going on well First of all, he kind of cleared it up the next day on Pat McAfee. He just said, listen, I'm emotional. It's 15 minutes after the game. We might lose my buddy, big dog, Mercedes Lewis. We might lose Lindsley. We might lose Aaron Jones. We don't know what's going to happen. But I think the real reason is we go back to April. Uh, The Packers took a quarterback. They took Jordan Love first round of the NFL draft just as we did 15 years ago. When we took Aaron Rodgers, when we had the most durable quarterback in the history of the NFL on our team, when he was still playing at a very high level, we took Aaron Rodgers. And there was uh, controversy. Not only did fans and media hate it, but Brett didn't like it. Brett Favre didn't like it. His agent didn't like it. We heard about it within seconds of making the pick. And we heard about it for a while now. Contrast that to 2020. Aaron Rodgers sees this pick happen. When he's interviewed, he does say, yeah, it was a surprise, but he's a good soldier, at least publicly. We don't know exactly what's going on internally, but he says all the right things about Jordan Love. He understands it. He's been a good soldier, but here we are. He's the MVP of the league. He played even above standards for him this year in leading the team to the NFC championship and minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. Now, He says these things, and what I read into it is like, okay, what's the plan? You know, and I've said this now since it happened. I know other people are saying, yeah, he wants clarity. I'm like, yeah, I said that right afterwards. What's the plan? The plan for the Packers. Now, I know they don't want to admit to a plan, just like we didn't want to admit to a plan when Brett was wondering what the plan was, when Aaron was wondering when he's going to play. What's the plan here? Are they going to move to Jordan Love in 2022? We know they're not going to do it this year. They already said it would be stupid to trade Aaron Rodgers. We're not stupid. Is it 2022? Is it 2023? And then we go from there. Now, when the draft happened, I said for the first time ever, we now have an expiration date on Aaron Rodgers. I never thought I would ever say that. The expiration date, if you force me to pick a date, I would say 2022 because I would say it two-year apprenticeship for Love as opposed to the three-year apprenticeship for Rodgers. Why earlier? Because since Rodgers, no one waits. They all play. All 1st round quarterbacks play. Johnny Manziel played. They all play, and most of them played by the first half of the first year, whether it's Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam ba- Sam Darnold, Mark Baker Mayfield, uh, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Lamar Jackson, they all, Deshaun Watson, they all play. So Jordan Love is going to play. He's not going to back up for four years. He's not going to just be a spot player. He's going to play. You don't draft a first-round quarterback. To, and people say, well, well, maybe they'll trade him. Trade him for what? They moved up in the first round. <laughs> like a guy that hasn't played, you're going to get better in a, a late first-round pick? Come on. So anyway, He's gonna play. So I think Aaron Rodgers wants clarity. And then you look at the contract. Now people say, well, they're extend. They don't wanna extend. Extending doesn't help anyone. He's got three years left. They're not gonna hold him for three years anyway. So why extend? And this idea that push out cap room, no. Listen, as someone who managed that cap for 10 years, you don't push out cap room on someone that's not gonna be there. You're creating a problem. And that was my big thing there. I wanted to set up the team to be in a position to succeed, not a position to fail. So my legacy, I hope, is one of them is leaving the team with only $600,000 of dead cap room on Brett Favre because I never went and readjusted that contract in any big way. Now if they do that with Aaron Rodgers, it makes no sense. What do I think will happen? I think they will adjust the contract for free money now and maybe 2022 I'm sorry, maybe 20, yes, 2022, if they're not moving on to love until 2023. What does that mean? More salary. You know, guarantee it. That's not a problem. Guarantee it. Or more roster bonus, which is not proratable, just not go out in the future years. Just give more money. No strings attached. More money. Why not? I think that will be a concession to Aaron Rodgers that they probably should make whatever he's making 30 something million a year, he deserves more because he's the best player in the league and they should do that. And that maybe will provide, you know, get this out of the news, even though people always bring it up and Aaron will be happy. The last thing I'll say is on his contract. And I said this when the contract was negotiated, listen, there were reports in 2018. Yeah. And Rogers is going for all these things in the contract. Like, adjust to the salary cap, adjust to the marketplace. If someone gets ahead of him in the market, he adjusts to that. Uh, future guarantees, all the things the Packers did not want to do, and they did not do them. Why? Because they threw a ton of money at Aaron, $58 million signing bonus. He signs up. Everyone's good. They, they can, Aaron gets all this money, and they continue to have their structure and their precedent. Now the Packers are in a position like, hey, they've got it all ways now. They've got the the best parent in the league who's a placeholder. And how are they going to adjust that? So my prediction is free money, no strings attached money for Aaron Rodgers this year and maybe next year. But don't push out cap. That's not going to be anyone. You know, that's not going to help anyone. Okay, I'll get to more quarterbacks in a minute. First, a word from DraftKings. Hey, this is the moment you've been waiting for. DraftKings, the official Daily Fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, it's back their golden ticket giveaway with up to fifty-five million dollars. That's right. All you have to do is get your share of these huge prizes. Enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you'll get a free instant prize up to twenty-five thousand dollars, and if you have the most predictions correct, you could win one million dollars. DraftKings has paid out over seven billion dollars since two thousand twelve, so they know a thing about or two about big paydays. So download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code ROSS, R-O-S-S. Enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. Use promo code ROSS now. Enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Back to the rants, let's talk about the other quarterback in the news big time right now, Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans. As I record this on Thursday the 28th, news came out that he has officially asked for a trade. And news a day after they name a coach, David Coley, is now the new coach of Houston, Texas. There's been a lot that Deshaun Watson's unhappy, that his DEFCON level's gone from two to ten, that he wants out, wants out. And everybody is Photoshopping him with new teams. We hear about the Jets, we hear about the Dolphins, we hear about all these teams, I have been on this lonely hill and it's getting lonelier that Deshaun Watson is not going anywhere. Do I still feel as, as confident about that? Maybe not totally confident, but more confident than anyone else. A few things. The main thing is it's January, it's January. You know, we're seven months from when this really matters. When we talk about holdouts and we talk about being a pain in the team, being, creating angst to get him out of there. You know, okay, (laughs) it's January. Number two, he can't trade himself. Uh, Number three, we got a new GM. If he trades Deshaun Watson, you know, he's going to have a hard time staying as GM because they're not going to be any good. What's the value for Deshaun Watson? Can they get equal value? You know, that would require a top quarterback plus. Is that going to happen? So these are all the things you think about when you talk about Deshaun Watson getting traded. I just don't tend to react, uh, you know, spur of the moment wise when I hear these trade requests. I know he's unhappy. I know he wants out and maybe he has formally ex- requested a trade. But listen, these things happen. You know, Ron Wolf, my mentor at Green Bay, used to say, I don't care about disharmony in January, February, March. I care about disharmony in October, November, December. So let's see. You know, all I'm saying is I know, you know, everyone's going to come at me when, if and when he's traded. I get it. Same for Wentz. I'll talk about in a minute. But I just want to say, let's just (laughs) let's hold the phone on Deshaun Watson definitely being a pick a team jet, dolphin, bear, whatever you want to say. And let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Again, I'm a voice of caution on these things. As someone tweeted me today, like you're the only one saying these kind of things. I get it. And people are going to come at me hard (laughs) if and when he's traded, but I don't think he will be. And the reason I don't is he's your best asset. And it's kind of like the Packers. This management may be uh, non-communicative. They may be problematic. They may have this evangelist running the team, but they're not stupid, right? they're not stupid. It would be stupid to trade Deshaun Watson. So I look at it from a management point of view, you know, okay, he's unhappy. How do we fix that? Now you tell me it's unfixable. I'm not saying, I'm not giving in yet, you know, meet with him. What is the issue? What is the issue? You know, just like we talk about being clear with Aaron Rodgers about what's the plan. Let's be clear with the agents for Deshaun Watson and the team. What's the issue? Can we resolve it? How or not? And that's where I'm looking at Deshaun Watson. So, again, I'm coming to you from the relaxed corner, R-E-L-A-X, about Deshaun Watson. Number one, it's January. And, again, this is James Harden. You know, this player empowerment, when it happens, and it's happened in the NFL a couple times, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Khalil Mack. But when it happens, it happens when the team's there. It happens when they're in practices. It doesn't really happen now. So we'll see. And, you know, again, there's a lot of time to meet. There's a lot of time for feelings to tone out and we'll see. So again, I'm standing on this lonely hill saying Deshaun Watson is not gonna be traded. And I know you'll come at me hard if he is. Okay, The same. speaking of, let's talk about another one. Carson Wentz, they're coming at me in December when all the ESPN Sunday splash on two, three consecutive weeks. Carson Wentz wants out. Carson Wentz wants out. Carson Wentz is going to be traded. Everybody's got him going to the Colts. Frank Reich, waiting arms. Here's what's happening. I said, no. I got on a lonely hill again. I said, first of all, I got a $34 million cap hit. The Eagles aren't doing that with a reduced cap, and they got cap issues already. Number two, he's a fixable player. It seems like he was playing at MVP level even a year ago. He brought the team to the playoffs with a bunch of practice squad receivers. Okay, fix him. Number three, the massive organizational investment from Jeffrey Lurie, he's not as expendable as the coach. And sure enough, they fired the coach because Carson Wentz was more of an investment then not only Coach Peterson, but the entire coaching staff. There's so much money invested in Wentz. There's so many draft picks invested in Wentz. And maybe he's not even the quarterback. Maybe it's Jalen Hurts, but he's not going anywhere. I'm still on that hill. I'm not hearing from all the people that say he's definitely going to trade it. They hired a new coach from Indianapolis. It looks like they're bringing Indianapolis to him instead of sending him to Indianapolis. Carson Wentz stays. Other quarterbacks, look at, you know, people have Tua leaving. The, the Dolphins just took him with the fifth pick in the draft. He's not going anywhere. People have Sam Darnold leaving. It just took him a couple of years before, third pick in the draft. You know, these uh, this idea that teams give up so easily on these players, it doesn't happen. And people look at precedent, you know, where, where players got out. Uh, I mean, and teams said they'd never trade him. I mean, people are pointing to Percy Harvin. Is that really the best example of this? I mean, that was years ago, and I and it's a receiver. I don't know what people have in mind. You know, there's this rush to judgment. There's fantasy football. It's everyone's fantasy football GM. They're playing Madden. They're doing Photoshopping of new teams. Real football doesn't happen this way. And so that's my point with all these moves and the business of sports is not the way it seems. So that's those are my rants about what's going on with primarily the the quarterbacks right now with Aaron with Deshaun Watson and with Carson Wentz and then of course these other ones. One guy is moving. I got to mention him Matthew Stafford. I'm told that the Detroit Lions when they interviewed coaches, they coaches were told they're moving on from Matthew Stafford. This is not news. And I get it. This is totally understandable. Stafford's been there a long time. He's, a, he's also a Hall of Famer in the business of football. He was the last bonus baby, him and Sam Bradford, before they changed the rookie cap. Stafford's going to make uh, a lot of money going forward in his career. He already has made a lot of money. He's still got talent. He's got an elite arm. And I think quarterback's an arm position, no matter what you say. So he'll have a market. And I get it with Stafford. It's so much as saying, hey, we had a nice run, you know, and you're starting over in Detroit. I'm moving on. Let's do it. And he'll have a market, you know, whether it's pick a team, Washington, New England, Indianapolis. Yes. Matthew Stafford will be on a new team. I'm saying the others won't. Not Aaron, not Deshaun. Well, Deshaun's going to be a tough one, but that's what I'm saying. Not Wentz, not Tua, not Darnold, who else? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but everyone's saying there's all this quarterback movement. I'm not sure there will be. So that's my point on the business of football and the business of sports podcast this week. OK, I also have a newsletter out now. I want you to sign up. It's all these kind of content, but you, but more, you know, more thoughts, more musings. Go to Andrew brandtcom com. Sign up for the newsletter. Comes to your email free every Sunday morning. Seven for Sunday is what I call it. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Apple podcast rankings and comments are always appreciated about the podcast. Let me know what you think. And thank you to my producer, Brian Neal, to my music producer, my son, Sam Brandt. And I'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt.